Girl, listen. Are you single? In a situationship? Depressed? In a season of transition? Wherever you're at in life, this is for you. We're your hosts. My name is Michaela, a.k.a. Mac. And I'm Val, a.k.a. Val. And we're here to encourage, share God's wisdom, and hopefully create some space for revelation and breakthrough through our personal testimonies. God is doing something big. We feel the weight of it. We feel the shift. And the time is now to respond and act on it. We hope this episode truly blesses you. Thank you for listening. Girl, listen. We are talking about forgiveness today. That's right, y'all. We know you. We struggle with it. We know it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. We know sometimes we can't identify it when we have unforgiveness in our heart, but yeah. forgiveness is powerful. And so we're talking about it. Yeah. And we just got off of a healing episode. And what's in a very, a very important part of healing is forgiveness. Forgiveness. <laughs> it really. <laughs> I don't know why I sing it. I was feeling it. You a little singing moment. I was feeling it. Yeah. No, but it really, forgiveness is a huge part of being able to heal. I think about it in this way of like, um, we talked about healing, right? And like having a wound. Right. And I feel like when your wound is healing, there's a scab, right? A scab is made. Yeah. And I feel like having unforgiveness is like you mm. continuing to pick that scab and it bleeding again yeah. and again and not letting it heal. Yeah. But forgiving is you like seeing that scab, mm-hmm. looking at it and saying like, oh, I was hurt there. Okay. You're able to feel the scab, feel that mm. little like, you know, the little bump of the scab, whatever. Right. And then like letting it completely heal the scab falling off on its own. Yeah. And then you might have a little scar and then you seeing the scar and being like, oh, okay. I was hurt there before. Right. Like there was some pain there. Oh, there was some trauma there. Yeah. But now I can feel it Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel as like prickly or I mean like not prickly, but like it doesn't feel as like the scabby part of it. Right. It's just there and I can acknowledge it. Yeah. And know that there was pain there once. Yeah. And move forward. Yeah. But yeah. Unforgiveness, you just keep picking up that, that scab. Yeah. And like, I don't know about y'all, but the way I love to pick up my scabs. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do. Yeah. I hate how scabs feel. And I just want to pick at it. Mm-hmm. And like it, looking at a scab irritates me. Like it bothers me. Like anytime, like oh, I would no. get scabs all the time playing I'll softball. I never pick at a scab. And like it would just it bothers me, but now I have all these freaking scars from picking mm-hmm. up my scabs. So like, see what happens when you don't take care of your wounds properly. Okay. You're going to have some permanent reminders that a wound <laughs> was there to begin with. But I love that analogy that you're talking about with scabs because like unforgiveness, it just is like poison, you know, it will just ruin you as a person and it just won't, it starts it starts off small, like, you know, I'm not going to forgive this person. I don't know about anybody else out there, but in my family, we're the Latino culture, gr- holding grudges is like a thing. Yeah. Like the Mar- my <laughs> Martinez family, they're like, take pride. We're sitting around a dinner table and they're like, I've held a grudge for 25 years. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> and then my, my other thing is like, I've been in a grudge for 50 years. I'm like, what? Y'all take it pride and hold it. Like that is, that is just a long, like elongating bitterness that's elongating and like we have talked about before like creating a blockage between you and God Mm -hmm. and so like I think unforgiveness is something that for me was almost like 
second nature. I'd even realize like how often yeah. I hold on to unforgiveness because it's in my culture. It's just like, well, we're going to hold a grudge. Your Theo doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I'll, and like, you know, it will, it'll be like 50 years later and they'll be like, I remember that time when you did it. <laughs> I remember October 31st at 9 p.m. Yeah. or 7 p.m. Yeah. when you did this and you said that and I have the receipts in my phone. And, and like, but, but we're a culture yeah. who literally, like, we save receipts. Like, I've said, right. I, I'm like, I got the receipts. I'm not deleting me me, messages because me I got the receipts on let what you back. said at yeah. this time. Right, yeah. And so I think, like, when we've created or grown up in a culture that is like that, it's almost like it was normal. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, the Martinez's, yeah, we hold grudges. Like we take pride in like holding that, but it wasn't until like I, you know, started deepening my relationship with God and getting closer to him that I'm like, these are actually the things that are keeping me away from him. Mm. Like me holding on to anger towards my family member who, you know, abandoned us or, you know, like me holding on to um, a situation that happened three weeks ago, like it, it started, it shifts something in you that you don't, re- you don't always recognize at the beginning because it's it's easy to like be like I'm gonna be mad at that person for a minute yeah but later on maybe even a couple years like wait you're still mad at that person now what does that mean that means that person has control over you yeah and like that person has more control than God has over your life because you're allowing you're giving that control to that person yeah so we just this is like you know we're taking you on our journey y'all you know like we we are in the process of healing we're in the process of forgiving and like this we wanted to talk about forgiveness as a whole episode because it is a pro, it's a part of the healing but there's so much to it and god really put the conviction and the weight on for on val more specifically to to talk about this topic and i believe that that's prophetic and i believe that there's just so many of us out there that are maybe holding on to unforgiveness that we yeah. need to talk about and maybe bring some freedom in conversation about it. Yeah, for sure. Cause I think, I don't think we realize how important forgiveness is to yeah. our healing. Right. I think it's just something sometimes that we, you know, in culture, it's like, Oh, you need to forgive this person or um, forgive and forget, you know, yeah. and, or like forgive and never forget, yeah. you know, like that kind but of culture. I don't, I really don't think we can forget. That's we not can't. how our minds are it's wired, not. It's you know, and not. I don't think that's what God tells us to do either. Yeah. And I think we sometimes forgiveness is talked about also in that forgiveness means that they got away with it or forgiveness means that I'm saying what they did was okay. And it makes you look weak. Yeah, and that's not at all. Like, I'm not at all, when I forgive someone, I'm not saying that what they did was okay. When I forgive someone, I'm not saying that um, they have full access back into my life. When I forgive someone, it's not for them. It's for me. It's for me to experience freedom. It's for me to be more Mm -hmm. like Jesus. It's for me to let go and move forward. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think sometimes we have this misconception of what forgiveness is and also not realizing that forgiveness isn't just of others. It's also of self of yourself. Yeah. And and I think where it starts is receiving the forgiveness from Jesus, mm-hmm. because we often say what comes to us must come through us. Right. And if we can't receive the forgiveness of Jesus ourselves, right. if we are holding ourselves like if we just don't feel maybe like we deserve it I mean we don't deserve it but Jesus freely gives it to us and Mm -hmm. we have to actually accept it and receive it and if we don't feel like 
it's true that that forgiveness is for us, mm-hmm. then how can we, then we don't re- forgive ourselves and we don't receive it. And then how can we forgive others, right? right? right. So I think it's just realizing mm-hmm. that there's different forms of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it first starts with receiving, accepting the forgiveness that Jesus gives us. Yeah. And I don't think there's like, really with healing, it looks different for everyone and yeah. the process looks different. And the um, way you go about it looks different for literally everyone. So I don't think there's a there's tangible tools that Val and I can give you guys. And I'm just prefacing that. I think just based on our experience, based on what God has spoken to us, the wisdom that he is giving us as we're speaking now, we hope that this will allow you to step to just look look at your life maybe through different lens and kind of mm-hmm. see yourself like, okay, like, oh wait, I do have some unforgiveness towards myself in this area of my yeah. life. Maybe I I maybe this is the thing that is blocking me from f- receiving full healing, blocking me from receiving full freedom. Yeah. So um Val, I guess I would just ask you like what has forgiveness been in this journey of just like you getting closer to God? Like I I've over the past like year, you just have really just dove right in like head first into your walk with God. Yeah. And and from that, like, you know, we've talked about it before, like people look at you and like have no idea like how long your journey with God has been. And that's because like you've done everything right to take and give everything to God and put everything at the feet of Jesus. And not that there's a wrong way, but yeah. you know, Val just said like, I'm fully, I'm jumping in. Like I want a relationship with you and I want to be healed and I want to see myself through your lens, but I know it's been a journey. Yeah. So like, I know forgiveness for you has been a big part of that journey. And so like, what has that looked like? Um, Dang. It's so, Honestly, I think I don't I don't even I wouldn't even say that I've done everything right. I think right. I've just I I said entering this year that this was my year of yes mm-hmm. to Jesus. I said, this is my year of yes, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even I could not imagine that it would look like what it looks yeah. like, you know, and it, and I'm so glad that it does look like this. So that doesn't look like anything that I could imagine because I don't right. I I couldn't imagine this and it's just so amazing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what God does. He does yeah. more than we can imagine. But it was, it definitely was a journey. I think that as soon as I said, like, this is my year of yes to you, Jesus, Jesus like, okay, well, let me all right, prune you. Said you. It. Let you me said like it. pick out all these, like, you know, let me pick out all these things that you, I need to, what do we always say? Like, I need to pull Deep the root. crap. Yeah. I need like to pull, pull the, the crap, crap out of, yeah, pull mm-hmm. the crap out of, out of you and he definitely did. And there was things that I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. unforgiveness that I was holding on to. And I don't think we can give you tangible tools, but I think we could give you steps. And right. steps for me look like I think God tells us hold no records of wrong. Mm-hmm. He tells us to forgive quickly. Yeah. He tells us to be generous like in our forgiveness and how much and how much we forgive. And I think all of those things I was like realizing that one there was a big barrier to my relationship with God Mm -hmm. and it was not even forgiveness for others that was part of it but it was mainly forgiveness for self Mm -hmm. I think that I looked at myself through a lens of like the world through a lens of my mistakes through Mm -hmm. a lens of my failures and I it was hard for me to even imagine that Jesus looked at me Mm -hmm. and saw something good Mm -hmm. 
Like I just, I, I figured that he just saw me through failures or my experience, like my bad experiences. And a big one for, a big one for me, honestly, that I realized created the biggest barrier was I'm gonna get I'm gonna get really vulnerable right now. Okay, <laughs> I might get emotional. It's okay. But um was so when I was when I was twenty in my mm-hmm. um my former years, I I got an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I think for me that created the biggest barrier for my relationship with Jesus because I I think the way it was talked about in church, the way mm-hmm. it was talked about by many Christians, yeah. I felt a lot of shame around it. Right. And it was just and and there was many other things in my past in my early 20s in high school and college that I did mm-hmm. that I was like how could I like how can Jesus look at me mm-hmm. and see anything good? Like yeah. I'm not a, I don't I didn't think I was a bad person, but I was like yeah. I'm definitely not someone that like he should love mm-hmm. or like I feel like he can love. Yeah. And that was a big one because I said like I'm I just felt so I felt like I had failed in like the biggest of ways. Mm-hmm. And um and I just remember like I just remember like repenting about it, telling Jesus like I'm sorry. Um praying about it. I remember when I finally like would talk to like you guys about it, mm-hmm. like opening up to you guys about it for the first time. And that, that provided freedom. And I think that's another part of forgiveness is letting it, um, not concealing it, mm-hmm. like talking about it with people. Yeah. And that provided, well, my voice cracked. That provided some forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, not forgiveness, that provided freedom because now I not only was I learning the way that Jesus saw me, mm-hmm. but now I was talking to people and like you guys just like provided so much grace around it mm-hmm. and like provided so much grace to me and spoke to me in such a compassionate way. And you guys didn't see me for that mistake. Mm-hmm. And it showed me like, wow, like maybe this is how Jesus sees me. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't see me for my mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I remember the day where I just finally felt like, I saw myself mm-hmm. through his eyes instead of through my mistakes. Like right. it was so freeing. And now I sit here and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, I used to freaking party all the time. I used to drink all the time. I had sex. I had an abortion, like all these things. But then now I sit here and I see myself and I'm like, God doesn't call me mm-hmm. by those names. Jesus doesn't call me by that. Like mm-hmm. God calls me his daughter. Mm-hmm. God calls me um beautiful. God calls me wonderfully made. God calls me redeemed. Mm-hmm. He calls me chosen. Mm-hmm. He calls me the one that he loves. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say Valerie did blah, blah, blah. Valerie, her mistakes. No, he says, mm-hmm. Valerie, the one that I love, mm-hmm. the one that I have forgiven. Mm-hmm. And I think realizing that was so freeing. Mm-hmm. And so I think like to anyone who's listening and that you're thinking that any mistakes that you have made take you away from the love of Jesus, the forgiveness of Jesus, that is a lie. It's a lie from the enemy. And it's a lie that the enemy uses to keep you stuck. And he doesn't call you by your mistakes. He calls you by your name he Mm -hmm. says that you are chosen that you are loved that you are forgiven that you are redeemed and he says that you are the one that he loves and there's nothing that we can do it's such a freeing feeling to realize that there's nothing that we can do past present or even future that the the blood of jesus doesn't cover yeah that the cross doesn't already cover and the forgiveness isn't already given yeah and so 
realizing that when I received that finally and accepted mm-hmm. that into my life, it was freeing, but it also allowed me to extend that forgiveness to other people mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And if Jesus can forgive me for everything that I have done, for the mistakes that I have made, for the sins that I have done, mm-hmm. then how come, why would I not be able to forgive someone who has, I've, who I feel has betrayed me, who right. has hurt me? Right. Um, and, that allowed me to just forgive people in my life and and it provided that provided even more freedom because right. I wasn't holding on to things I wasn't holding on to the past anymore and I honestly think that's what allowed me to have the intimacy and the closeness to to Jesus that mm-hmm. like helped me get to like even where I'm at today and that doesn't mean that it was a one-time thing i want to say that we talk about this all the time how forgiveness isn't a one-time thing i mean in the in the prayer that jesus taught the disciples to pray he says to ask for forgiveness right what does that mean we should be asking for forgiveness daily yeah and we should be extending forgiveness daily so it's an everyday thing yeah um i just i feel it on my heart that like we kind of glossed over you know, what you're talking about. And I just really feel like this is important and that people are going to receive so much freedom. And I feel like there's so many women out there who are like, well, I didn't feel like that was a mistake or like that was what I had to do. Yeah. Or, and, and so like, I kind of want you to talk about how like the closeness and the proximity to God Mm -hmm. creates a conviction that you feel only you And like, we should never put our convictions on another person first off. But secondly, like I want, I just, I need to echo this that like doing this doesn't give you access to God. You already have access to God. We're saying like, if you want to deepen your relationship, if you want to like just fully surrender your life to him, like this is something that we notice has helped us and bring, has brought us freedom and has brought us healing. But we didn't have to go through this process of just like, I have to, you know, like look at all my mistakes, you know, like we did go through this process eventually, but the initial step of us receiving God and like getting to know him, like Val said, he doesn't see us for our, for what we think are mistakes for what we think is sin. He sees us as his children and he just wants intimate time with you. So I just, I, I feel like I, we had, we have to marinate on that a little bit for those who like, don't don't have that conviction like you have like how can you speak onto that like maybe even speaking to Valerie at 20 yeah um i think that so i i think the way we talk about it in church or how a lot of christians talk about it bring a lot of shame right and i mean even when that all that stuff was happening with like the rights and everything mm-hmm. i remember like i was crying that whole day i remember talking to you mm-hmm. because i was just like wow like it's like this wave of shame mm-hmm. and like unforgiveness came back over me yeah and i remember just crying and not because like Um, it was because I was just like so hurt. I was like, oh, and I just, I felt like, I felt like the hurt that other people were feeling and the shame. Mm -hmm. And I could just imagine it. And I said, oh, like, Jesus, I know you. So I can come to you with this shame and this unforgiveness that I'm feeling. But what about someone who doesn't Doesn't know know you? And people are talking about it it in this way and they're shaming them and they're condemning them. Mm -hmm. And like, 
I don't like I don't know your story. I don't know people's story, you know, mm-hmm. like and I all I can speak on is how I felt when I made that decision mm-hmm. and I felt like I had no way out. I felt like I was backed into a corner mm-hmm. and I had no idea what mm-hmm. to do and that felt like the only option. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. Like it was it was it was it's the hardest decision mm-hmm. I think <laughs> why are we both getting emotional? <laughs> We're both getting emotional. It was the hardest decision I think I ever I ever had to make, but yeah. it was the only decision I knew to make. Right. And I think like I I say I say now like had I known Jesus, had I known the love that Jesus had for me, how had I known him the way I know him now? Yeah. I don't think I would have made that decision, but I didn't know him yeah. and I came to knew him later mm-hmm. and I felt like by the time I came to knew him I thought it was too late for me to ask for forgiveness I thought it was too late for me to know him yeah and the beautiful thing about Jesus is that it's never too late right. it's never too late to yeah. come to him it's never t- you've never made too many mistakes you're right. never too far gone yeah. you are there's nothing that you can do like you know he he a murderer, like he, so you could murder something. Don't go murder. <laughs> Don't go murder. <laughs> but like, it, it was really actually that was that was a hard thing for me to like come to. I was like, so you're saying that someone who raped someone or someone who murdered right. someone right. can come to know Jesus, ask for forgiveness, and I could see them in heaven. And just like I just remember, and like God being like, yes, mm. and I was just like, what? Like, but it's true. Like. Mm. I think we tried to like compare our sins to people and like being like, well, that was worse. And that, and you know, it, it is like, there's so much hurt that happens with all of that sin though. Sin mm-hmm. causes so much pain. Yeah. And like, I don't, I can't look down on anyone because like not because I'm no better. Like none of us are better than anyone. Yeah. We're no better. Like our sin isn't any, like, yes, there's like, you know, I, there's some that are just like, you know, we look at it and we're like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. how could you ever do that? But I also think that sin is sin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I so I feel like I didn't answer the question. But like, if I could go back and talk to 20 year old me, I think I'd just tell her that everything would be OK. Mm-hmm. I think I would say that God loves you regardless mm-hmm. of whatever decision you're making. Yeah. But just know that, like. God is your, like, he's our, like, we've been talking, like, he's mm-hmm. our Rafa. He is our Jaira. He mm-hmm. is my Elroy. Like, he mm-hmm. sees me. Mm-hmm. He is, he provides for me. Mm-hmm. He heals. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I just, I, I, I saw no way out. Yeah. But there is a way out. And mm-hmm. the way out is Jesus. The freedom is Jesus. And, like, mm-hmm. I wish I had someone telling me that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. But. I'm so happy that like I'm I'm happy that I can use my story. Right. You know, it's like I, I I've been listening to Maverick City, the story I'll tell. Mm-hmm. And like that song hits me every single time because there's so much that I've gone through in life and like I always looked at it like why? Mm-hmm. Why did I have to go through this or why mm-hmm. did I make these decisions? But now I look at it, I'm just like, God, how can I use this yeah. to help? further your kingdom how can i use this to help the next person to help the next woman to help the next like man you know whoever Mm -hmm. um how can i help this to help your children Mm -hmm. like and just give me the courage to do it and like Mm -hmm. i guess like this is like one of those moments where Mm -hmm. and i want and honestly thank you because Mm -hmm. i don't think i'd have the courage if it wasn't for Mm -hmm. friends like you Mm -hmm. and um people like you in my life who Mm -hmm. have extended grace and compassion and shown me the love of jesus and Mm -hmm. like 
shown me, you've seen me, Mm -hmm. I think before I even seen myself, just like Jesus has seen me before I even seen myself. Not this, this is going to be like, all right, this is going to be just in tears. You guys are just going to listen to us like crying and are loving each other (laughs) this entire episode. No, because, but like, I think that's another part of forgiveness is finding community. Yeah. I think like when we, Sometimes it's so hard for us to forgive ourselves, but when we, when we enter into community who can mm-hmm. show us yeah. the way that Jesus sees us, the way that Jesus loves us, the way yeah. that he forgives us, mm-hmm. it makes it easier. Yeah. And I don't know. I, that's just, I think, I, I wish that, I wish that even a long time ago, even after that decision was made, I wish that someone would have said, you are forgiven. Mm -hmm. You are forgiven. Because I struggled with it for so long. And then I pushed it back for so long. And then I just went with whatever culture said, whatever the world said, because I was like, I felt so much shame around Mm -hmm. it. Um, And if you're listening to this, and if this is something that you've gone through, something that you're currently going through, Mm -hmm. do not let anyone shame you. Because Jesus does not shame us. Yeah, he forgives us and he just wants to love us and he just wants us to see that he that everything will be okay that he will make a way and so I don't know I just yeah I just I'm happy and I'm thankful for the forgiveness that Mm. he's offered me and that I've been able to finally accept into my life and I've been able to to also give because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I think I would be like you said holding grudges like I used to be like that yeah. I, I was able to hold grudges and stuff and now I just like I'm just like okay well this person hurt me and like I could be petty sometimes you know right, I'll be like right, say yeah. things but really in reality it's just like oh, like they're a hurt person yeah and yeah, yeah. well I want to thank you first off for sharing that because I know how hard it was for you to share this and this, guys, the way the enemy's been coming for us this week, like, yes, we, this is this the episode. second time we've recorded, yeah. you know, and like yesterday was just really hard. And I think like, I think God has given you the strength that you need to share this story. And it, I believe it's going to just bring healing to so many people. And I just feel so emotional, but I'm just, I'm so grateful for you. And I'm proud of you for being vulnerable with the world because it's not easy. But like, I think I want to speak to even just like your past and you talking about how like you wish to go back and you know like you wish you would have known what you know now and like we talked about this before like not judging our past for the things we know now but I think about like you know like I've had multiple conversations like even with my sister and like even hearing you guys there's no like way that we can win I don't know I feel so emotional about this because I think this is what someone needs to hear there's there's not a, a key to success, to win life. Life is hard. We're going to face so many things and it's not going to be easy, but Jesus gives us the peace in the midst of the storm. God gives us the comfort when we feel so alone. And I, I share this because like, I felt like I've done everything right. You know, I've saved myself for marriage. I waited to date. I've like turn to God for everything. And God has been so good. And he's been so intentional with walking me in the season in every season and leading me and guiding me and providing for me. But I still am in this place where I, 
it's been a hard year. I'm still at this place where I still will face trials. I will still face heartbreak and hurt. I thought I did everything to end up experiencing this kind of hurt. It just goes to show you guys, like, there's not a way that we can win in this world. There's not a way that we can ever be fully satisfied in this world. Our satisfaction and comfort and peace and love and joy, everything that there is good comes from God. And like, you can look at both of our lives and like, I have, you know, we both have like father wounds and all these other wounds. Like, I'm not saying my life has been perfect, but because of the hardships, hardships, (laughs) that part, part. (laughs) because of the hardships I've experienced, I drew closer to God. And all I can say that it didn't make my life easier. It just made everything uh, good for me to endure You know, so like it doesn't matter where you're at, what decisions you are making like it. This is the story that you will tell, like Val said, this is all part of the story What the enemy meant for evil. God will use for good. So like some people I can just hear you saying now, like, well, I didn't have a choice to do this. And this was the circumstance that I was faced with. And like I've been abused. I've been neglected. I've been hurt. I've been harmed. And like we talk about, like, if God is so good. You know, but we're born like we've said this before. We're born into a broken world and this world is filled with sin. This world has a living enemy who his whole plan is to attack and destroy and divide. That is his only calling on this earth. And I could tell you you spent many years here perfecting his skill. So we're not saying that, like, you're making bad decisions. You're not living a life that's righteous or, you know, like that's not what we're, we're not trying to condemn you for not even making the decision to pursue God. Now we're just saying like, this is our experience. So like, I hope you, you hear us in this and like, we're talking about some like low key, high key controversial stuff in the, in the Christian church, you know, but like, we want to show you what we've seen and it's just the goodness and it's the beauty of God. And it's controversial, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, it yo. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't. Because, like, what the heck? Like, people are going through these things. We right. should be talking about we things should. that people are going through. Yeah. It shouldn't be a controversial thing. It should be just something that we talk about. Yeah. But why is it controversial? It's controversial because we talk about it in a way that's not compassionate, in a yeah. way that's not Jesus-like. Yeah. Like, And I think also, like, sorry to make cut you no, off. No, you're fine. But I think, like, this I is what you meant. I know. I was like, <laughs> hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, let me, let me bring it back. I think, like, it's because this is what Jesus flipped tables over, you know, religion. Yes. So people get caught up in religion and, religion and law and they and and because they want to pick and choose scripture and they want to pick and choose sins pick and choose sin and want to elevate certain things they want to condemn and shame i see the good the the good intentions in the sense of like they want everyone to know god but this isn't how you know god no. this isn't how you experience god why did jesus talk to people in parables because storytelling is the greatest gift to earth. It's how people can relate to you. You guys are re- being able to relate to us because we're like, this is what we're going through right now. <laughs> like this, I'm, we're really we're hurting. And we're being vulnerable. We're being honest. We're sharing how life, real life, you guys are getting first seats 
at front row seats at like what is going on in our lives. And we're sharing yeah. the goodness of God in the midst of it. Not once through every single episode have we said it's been easy. Not mm-hmm. once have we said like, oh, we're just flying and floating on clouds. I wish. I wish, yo. <laughs> the way I'm like, I want to be in a cloud on heaven right now. <laughs> like, like just oh, floating. I'm like, the way I'm like, God, take me now, Lord. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not me. Hold on. I still got things to do. <laughs> but like, I just... I think that's why I feel so passionate about it. It's because like people don't like to talk about things that they don't know about. People don't talk often about situations like this because they don't have enough information on it. And not saying we do, but what we do know in our core and in our hearts is the love of God. And like that communicates past everything. And I feel like we definitely kind of got off topic about forgiveness, but this we is, did. This is <laughs> this forgiveness. Is but uh, we can also, we can really back in. So yeah. the point of it is be, yeah. it being is that no matter what you have done, no matter what mistake, no matter what failure, none of it is too big for the forgiveness of God, Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he forgives all. He forgives your pra- your past. He forgives what you're doing in the present, and he forgives what you have what you're doing in the future. That doesn't that doesn't mean that you take advantage of that forgiveness. Right. Yeah. That doesn't mean that because he forgives your future that you just do whatever you want right now. Mm-hmm. No, that's what we we're talking about. Where the conviction comes mm-hmm. in when you yeah. start to know Jesus, conviction starts to settle into your soul. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's things that you just you don't feel the same about. And that is fine. It's Mm -hmm. hard to adjust for a second, Mm -hmm. but it's fine. Mm -hmm. And I think like it's the question that I told you that I asked myself when I was first saying yes to Jesus was, do I want to be saved from the consequences of my sin or do I want to be saved from sin? Right. Do I want to be saved from the consequences of the mistakes I've made Mm -hmm. or am I trying to be saved from making those mistakes again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. ask yourself that and if the if the answer is I'm just trying to be safe from the consequences that's okay if that's yeah. your answer be right honest, now girl. that was my answer for a while yeah. I was just like well I just don't want to go to hell God like please right. don't take me to hell and then as I kept knowing who he was yeah. as I felt his love mm-hmm. as I felt the transformation in my life from him mm-hmm. the answer became no I want to be safe from making these mistakes again I want to be right. saved from the yeah. person that I was because I don't want to be that person mm-hmm. I want to be a person that's worthy and honorable of walking in the calling that you have on my life mm-hmm. that's worthy of your forgiveness that's mm-hmm. and the thing is, I don't even have to be worthy of his forgiveness. He just gives it to me. But right. I just wanted to be like in that way. I just respected and like feared him and loved him so much mm-hmm. in that way. And I think that's what happens. But that is that's what forgive his forgiveness does is mm-hmm. that it brings you to him in that way. And so I think we should like get on like some ways like of forgiveness. And I kind of touched on that is we, uh, he tells us to hold no records of wrong. Mm -hmm. He tells us to be quick and forgiving. Mm -hmm. He tells us to be generous in our forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And is there anything else that like you can add to that? I think like a theme in the process of healing, but this goes like forgiveness. There is more steps. Um, I think just having grace with the forgiveness, because like you mentioned, it takes repeatedly Mm -hmm. forgiving. There's people in my life who have hurt me that it takes a repeated it it constantly. I have to forgive them every single day or like every time I know I'm about to see them. And like you said, it's not for them. They don't even know. Like it's for me. It's so that I can show up and represent Jesus in the best way that I can. It's so that I can love them how God loves them. And so that I I am trying to look at them through his lens. 
I can't do that if I'm holding them ac- accountable for yeah. their mistakes, if I'm holding them accountable for the hurt that they caused me. Yeah. That gets in the way of me seeing them through their lens. And so I think that's a way. Um, I, I really quickly just want to touch on, I think there's a, I've heard in like my journey of knowing God, I've heard like people don't want to get to know him because they feel like they have to give up the ways of the world. They feel like they have to give something up. I feel like people are always like, well, I don't want to stop smoking. I don't want to stop drinking. I don't want to stop having sex. I don't want to like, you know, like the, the like they're like, that's why I don't know God. Yeah. You're missing out, yo. We're not saying we gave up any of this. We're saying like, this is just our personal conviction. Mm-hmm. I say, just get to know him. You're missing out on him. Do those things, whatever you want, do them yeah. and en- enjoy, live your best life, girl. I'm just saying, try to get to know him because those things, God doesn't see you for those things. God nope. isn't saying those things. Uh, God isn't saying like, I don't want to get to know you because you do those things. God is saying, just come to me. Yeah. I want a relationship with you. I want to take care of you. That shame you're carrying, I want to carry it for you. That that hurt you're, you're carrying, that um, burden, the what's the word I was thinking? The grudge, the unforgiveness, like all the things that are weighing you down. God is just saying like, I want to carry that for you. Like that's not even yours to carry. You're being tired and exhausted and poured out for what reason? He wants to take that from you. That's why Jesus died on the cross. So I'm just saying like, yo, you could do what do you, you know, I know Christine Kane said, don't (laughs) Don't say do you boo. (laughs) Not to say that. (laughs) Do Jesus boo. But like, I, I know that, and I feel like this, you know, might rub some edges with people. But I know like if this is, if those things of the world are the only thing that is keeping you from wanting to pursue a relationship with God, because you feel like those things, you don't want to give up those things. I just like look past that. Come with those things. Come with those things. Jesus wants you to come to him as you are. Yeah. He does the transformation. Yeah. It's not, I just don't, I can't with people who are like, you shame and like, you need to change. You need to like, Come as you are mm-hmm. and let Jesus do the work. Yeah. Let Jesus provide the salvation. Yeah. And he will. Yeah. He will. Yeah. And I just think like, accept, like you need to accept Jesus into your life. Accept the yeah. forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Accept the way that he sees mm-hmm. you. Because again, like we were saying, he, you are his child. He yeah. sees you as his child. Right. Right. He sees you as forgiven. Yeah. We are the ones that create. We, we are we're the, the ones, ones that, that make it hard. hard. Yeah. We're the ones that make it hard because we don't want to accept it. We're putting rules on it. Yeah. And we're saying like he, you know, this and that. Like the Bible is clear with some things. And like, but with, that with just comes. With everything, really. But, but. That, with everything. But like what I'm saying, like. The Bible becomes more clear when you are deepening your relationship. Your convictions will change. Your lifestyle may change, but that's just going to come from gaining the wisdom of God. That's not going to come from you like saying like, oh, this, you know, I have to be this perfect little person in order to be a follower of Jesus. Mm -mm. No, these people are are like this because they've got a touch of God. God has shifted them. They have new lens, new perspective. Right now, you might not have those lens and that's okay. That, you know, like, that's fine. I'm not going to shame you. I'm not going to judge you. And I'm not going to put wisdom that I have on you. Like, you're going to figure it out on your own. But, you know, like, okay, because, like, I know the Christians are probably like, Michaela, why are you preaching people to have sex and believe in God? Um, that's not what I'm saying. No, she Hear me. Not. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I just feel it. I got to preface it. I'm just saying, like, I know so many people who are like, I don't want to give this up to know your God. And I'm like, that's not what he's saying. He's just saying, like, 
everything that you're carrying, you shouldn't be carrying. I just want to know you. Yeah. I don't see you for what you're doing. I see you for who I've made you to be. He knows you more than you know you. That part. And he sees you before you even see yourself. He mm-hmm. sees who you are going to be in the mm-hmm. future before you even see it. And also, I think uh, you touched on something when you were talking about like the forgiveness um, that you had or like how you had to daily forgive, like you had daily. to forgive yeah, people constantly. daily. Yeah. I think like, so maybe we should talk about what are some ways that we that people can uh, know that they have unforgiveness in their heart? Oh, okay. What are some what she's are some calling ways? me out. That's no, what she's saying. No. I was kidding. <laughs> girl, <laughs> girl, listen. Girl, listen. No.